You plan on flying out of the London International Airport this year. Uh, you're not alone. The airport looks to be uh, forecasting a big uh, passenger spike for 2023. Now, the airport was uh, really taking off, pun intended, in 2019 before the pandemic hit. And the pandemic uh, had an impact on uh, airlines and airports just like it had every an impact on every facet of life. But if you go back a couple of years, they had like over 700,000 passengers going through the airport. And now they've had to build back up. But that is happening and so it's interesting where this is going. To talk about this, we're joined by Scott McFadden, uh, the CEO of the London International Airport. Uh, appreciate the time today. Yeah, good morning, Devin. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself? I'm doing great, thanks. How would you uh, describe uh, 2022? Uh, 2022 was a, a very challenging year and a, a big year of recovery for the airport. It was uh, a stronger and better year across the board than 21, which was kind of where we saw the, the low point in terms of traffic numbers uh, throughout the pandemic. So we saw that build and, and double over 21 in 22, uh, but still a far cry from where we were uh, pre-pandemic. And of course, we we didn't have international status at the beginning of uh, last year. So January, February, March, all those sun destinations uh, weren't available out of London. So it's great to have those back uh, three years after the pandemic. To have that international status come back, is that really kind of the catalyst to start being able to, to kind of get back to where you were? Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the sun destinations are, are a big piece of it. And even for cargo aircraft or, or business aircraft that transit from the United States, it's important to have that status and have the ability to accept those flights here in London. So what are you forecasting for 2023? Uh, so we're forecasting to break uh, 400,000 uh, coming in into 2023. So uh, that will be, you know, we, we finished 22 at about 230,000. So we're looking at, you know, 170 to 200,000 more people almost doubling this year. To double, I mean, is pretty big. Is there a limit on how much you might want to grow year after year as odd as that may sound? But uh, what's what's kind of the growth projection kind of like? Yeah, we're targeting to uh, to get back to a, or get to a million passengers for the first time in London's history by 2026. So that's the the path that we're marching down and the goal that we have to hit that million passenger mark. And once we hit that gate, it would mean a further expansion of the uh, terminal and parking at the airport. What would be required to get up to a million? Uh, we're just working with all the airlines right now to bring in additional service, and you're going to hear of some uh, new exciting summer announcements coming in the next uh, two weeks. So there's there's more good news coming for Londoners uh, for offerings this summer, but we're going to just try and build these relationships and, and more service with our airline partners and hoping that uh, all people in London and surrounding area take advantage and use that easy, comfortable airport and use the London airport so we can continue to, to add service here. Uh, the airport has Air Canada, WestJet, Flair, Swoop, Sunwing, and Air Transit. It's a pretty good mix right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a great mix and some, some really strong partners there that we're hoping to, to continue to build service with. And we've also got some new airline partners that we're in discussion with that we're excited uh, that could potentially come to London in future as well. You mentioned the two weeks. I know that. But uh, so I guess you are looking to add more airlines as well then. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a goal. 
How does, you know, some of the bigger airports like Toronto, people being frustrated by uh, Toronto, how could that impact London in terms of people? Because I could see people saying, okay, well, I'd rather just, it's so much more convenient just to fly out of London than go somewhere else and you can avoid some of that hassle. Does that kind of help things here as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big factor when you talk to a lot of people that are traveling out of the London airport. They just, they don't want that stress, the headache, the you know, the risk of driving on the 401 or, or having some other delay that prevents them from getting to the airport. So they just like the the experience where you can park right across from the terminal, walk through, breeze through check-in and security, and just have a, a nice, easy, relaxing experience as opposed to that kind of higher stress, uh, longer wait time environment you find at the larger hub airports. What are some of the potential issues that you need, you're hoping to avoid? I mean, there's a lot of positives, but what are some of the negatives to hopefully continue this upwards projection here? Yeah, we're just making sure that uh, we're working with the government agencies and our airline partners to ensure that the staffing levels are, are, are rightly sized and that we grow with the increase in passenger demand so that we don't have you know, any of those painful pinch points that we're seeing at some of the large hub airports this summer. Uh, and ensuring our, our baggage handling and all of that is is on pace so that we, we don't cause any issues that we've seen at some other airports. So we're just being diligent and, uh, you know, we know we know what we need to do to run an efficient airport and we're just working hard to uh, to make sure we're doing that. As we uh, come out of the uh, pandemic, the, there's the term revenge travel, people looking to make up for lost time. Are Are you seeing or experiencing some of that, do you think? I think so. I think that uh, revenge travels, you know, mainly that built up leisure travel demand, which I think we've seen a big resurgence of uh, here this winter. Uh, Time will tell, uh, you know, how this uh, inflation and recession impacts discretionary spending and that leisure travel uh, into 23-24. But uh, yeah, right now, there's definitely large leisure demand. What we're seeing lagging still in the industry is business travel is still not back to the volumes it was pre-pandemic uh, you know a lot of that is a lot of things have changed in people's work environment some people still aren't even back in the office let alone traveling for business so that's going to take some further time as well to develop that's an interesting point uh, just finally uh, we are you know looking ahead at uh, uh, spring breaks uh, march breaks uh, are you expecting that to be kind of like a, a busy time in the next uh, couple of weeks here yeah, we're seeing uh, and hearing from our airline partners uh, really strong demand building uh, through this winter and into March and spring breaks. So, yeah, everything we're seeing is it's going to be a busy time at the airport come February and March. We will uh, follow with interest. Uh, Scott, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Devin. Have a good one. That's uh, Scott McFadden, uh, CEO of the London International Airport. Yeah, to, uh, to get up to a million passengers would be uh, great to see. Like, the airport is is huge for the city. Uh, we didn't even kind of get into it in terms of, but he mentioned it uh, in terms of just some of the, the freight air travel. But uh, the airport and London is, you know, our position in terms of geography is pretty key in terms of the 401, the 402, a hub for a lot of things. And if people can avoid the headache that is uh, Pearson. I think uh, they would want to uh, go to London because why wouldn't you? Um, when I've used the airport, it's it's been fantastic.